Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ditch the clowns on the left. And the jokers on the right. And join Michael Smirconish right here in the middle. This is the Smirconish podcast for independent minds. So with the spread of some new COVID variants, masks are again in the news. As a matter of fact, before signing on this morning, I took note of the fact that the lead item at the Washington Post was a story with this headline, a few schools mandated masks, conservatives hit back hard. And my CNN interview with Dr. Fauci continues to play a role in this ongoing conversation last night by happenstance. I'm clicking through the television uh, channels. I see Laura Ingram on Fox talking about my interview with Fauci. Dr. Scott Atlas, who's been a guest on this program, was her guest today in the New York Post. Miranda Devine, pretty much a full page treatment of Dr. Fauci. Headline, typical post fashion, use that mask to gouge, to uh, gag Fauci. Pardon me. My limited role in this discussion My limited role was in raising a review of masks by something called the Cochrane Library, published at the beginning of the year. The short version, and you're about to meet the lead author, but the short version, as I understand it, is that the reviewers examined 78 randomized controlled trials that looked at the impact of physical mitigation measures, including masks, from the conclusion we are uncertain wearing whether wearing masks or N95 P2 respirators helps to slow the spread of respiratory viruses based on the studies we assessed. Some receive this as an emphatic masks don't work. Others draw a distinction between the spread of viruses in a community setting and the protection of individuals. I think that's where Dr. Fauci was headed in his response to this question, which I asked him on CNN. There is a perception out there by many, how many, I don't know, that they don't work and that the data concludes that they didn't work in the first go round. Respond to that on masks. Yeah, well, that's not so. I mean, when you're talking about at the population level, that the data are less strong than knowing that if you look on a situation as an individual protecting themselves or protecting them from spreading it, there's no doubt that masks work. Different studies give different percentages of advantage of wearing it, but there's no doubt that the weight of the studies, and there have been many studies, indicate the benefit of wearing masks. 
I'm going to refer to one of them. You've heard about it before. I heard about it from a number of radio callers. Uh, Brett Stevens in The Times talked about Cochrane. Put that on the screen. The most rigorous and comprehensive analysis of scientific studies conducted on the efficacy of masks for reducing the spread of respiratory illness, including COVID-19, was published last month. Its conclusions, said Tom Jefferson, the Oxford epidemiologist who is the lead author, were unambiguous. There is just no evidence that they, masks, make any difference he told the journalist Mayan Damasi, full stop. But wait, hold on. What about the N95 masks as opposed to the lower quality? Surgical or cloth masks makes no difference. None of it, he said. Well, what about the studies that initially persuaded policymakers to impose mask mandates? They were convinced by non-randomized studies, flawed observational studies. How do we get beyond that finding of that particular review? Yeah, but there are other studies, Michael, that show at an individual level for individual. When you're talking about the effect on the epidemic or the pandemic as a whole, the data are less strong. But when you talk about as an individual basis of someone protecting themselves or protecting themselves from spreading it to others, there's no doubt that there are many studies that show that there is an advantage. When you took at the broad population level, like the Cochrane study, the data are less firm with regard to the effect on the overall pandemic. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about an individual's effect on their own safety. That's a bit different than the broad population level. Okay. And now back in real time, we go to Dr. Tom Jefferson, senior associate tutor at the University of Oxford, former researcher at the Nordic Cochrane Center and a former scientific coordinator for the production of HTA reports on non-pharmaceuticals for the Italian National Agency for Regional Healthcare. First of all, Dr. Jefferson, thank you much for being here. I really appreciate this opportunity to hear your voice. Good morning. Thank you very much for inviting me, Michael. You've been described as the lead author of the aforementioned Cochrane Review or Cochrane Study. Is that true? Were you the lead author? I am the first author, um, and I claim the grandfather clause um, in the lineup of authors because I've been with the review ever since it started in 2006. Meaning the uh, meaning the way in which the names meaning the way in which the order in which the the names appear on the report is is based on seniority. Uh, It's it's. My name has always been in the first name because I uh, wrote the original, co-wrote the original protocol with my colleague, Christo Ma, who no, unfortunately is no longer with us. And that's been maintained throughout the versions, the six versions of the review. Got it. And, sir, what is Cochrane? Um, Cochrane is, uh, Cochrane, uh, first of all, we have to, dis- we have to dif- uh, differentiate. The Cochrane Library is a collection of Cochrane reviews, uh, which are uh, uniform in their format, and they attempt to summarize uh, best quality evidence uh, and weigh the conclusions by the quality of the the individual design, the studies. Uh, There's also an effort to translate all this mumbo jumbo into plain language, we have plain language summaries, and this has been going on since 1992. Uh, and there's quite a, uh, it's quite a library. 
In other words, these are these are these are reviews. These are reviews of other people's data sets. It's not as if you're doing original research. Is that a fair way to think of it? That's right, Michael. And uh, that is what it is. They are systematic reviews, which are preceded by a protocol, by a publication of a protocol, which is a an IOU. I will do this, this, and this to answer this question. I will do it in this way. And you cannot deviate from that protocol. Uh, without, is, the, uh, is, the without library, is the Cochrane Library peer-reviewed? It is, yes. Uh, protocols are peer-reviewed as well. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere you cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite you improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform slashing manual tasks and errors over 37,000 companies have already made the move so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. In terms that we can understand, Dr. Jefferson, what did this review consist of? What did you do? Uh, which version, Michael? Uh, because this is the, the, the latest, the latest 2023 version is um, the fifth update of this review. But in all cases, uh, it involves uh, following the original protocol and carrying out so-called searches in electronic databases for studies which fit the inclusion criteria which are pre-specified. So you can't just pick and choose what you want. 
you have to follow a path. Uh, and it's peer-reviewed pre-publication, and it's also peer-reviewed post-publication because we have comments which are publicly available and should be publicly uh, read, are publicly read, are publicly available, and forever follow the review in all its uh, evolutions and updates throughout the years. So with regard to the fifth update, that from this year, 2023, what was the conclusion as to the efficacy of masks? Well, it, the conclusion specifically on masks was that it was likely to make little or no difference. Um, based, this is based on 12 uh, higher quality uh, studies. These are all prospective studies, that is, studies which are controlled, they're followed through, and they are, uh, they're then published. So they're not retrospective. Um, what, that, what that means is using data that's available. That is not the case. These are high quality and the best quality that is available. You heard Dr. Fauci respond to me when I raised uh, the whole subject of, of Cochrane, and he said the when you're talking about the effect on the epidemic or pandemic as a whole, the data are less strong. There are other studies that show at an individual level for individuals, they might be protective, seeking, I think, to distinguish between the community aspect and the individual aspect. I'm a non-scientist. I'm a talk show host who happens to be a lawyer. Help me understand the issue that he was raising, because I, I know you get that argument, and I'd like you to respond to it. Uh, I'm very sorry. Uh, I have to admit that I don't understand the distinction. Uh, there are no um, good quality studies on indi at individual level. What does that mean? I don't, I don't know. You have to ask Dr. Fauci. If you're feeling unwell, um, if you've got an upper respiratory tract infection, you're feeling unwell, you stay at home. Is that what he means? I, I don't know, quite frankly, Michael. I was as what? puzzled, I think, as you are. Well, I thought maybe what he was trying to say, I thought, I, I mean, to put it in, in lay terms, I thought he was saying that we're only as strong as our weakest link. And unless you have uniform adherence to the same standard, i.e. Uh, an N95 mask, then the efficacy is always going to be questioned. I'm, I, I don't know what he, what he meant, quite frankly, and I'm not into interpreting other people's um, other people's statements. The other thing is he said that there are studies. There are many studies. Which uh, studies, as, he, as you're referring to? The best quality studies already are in our review. So what is he talking about? Is he talking about models? Is he talking about observational studies, which are um, confounded? In other words, uh, you, could, you can make what you want of them because they're using already data which is already available and very often collected for reasons other than research. And this is the whole problem, you see. This is the underlying problem of it all, that there is uncertainty on this. But uh, this uncertainty goes back to our very first review, 2007, and this uncertainty relates to all respiratory viral pathogens, not just uh, SARS-CoV-2 COVID, okay? Now, Dr. Fauci and people who were or are still are in great positions of power, public health power, nationally and internationally, had or have the power 
to solve the problem by commissioning large, prospective, good quality studies which follow a protocol. And the whole story of the pandemic since 2020 is that nobody or very few people have actually stepped forward and filled that gap. Now, you tell me that in the U.S. you have some institutions which are thinking of masking or already are masking. Are they assessing? Are they evaluating what they're doing? Are they doing a study alongside it? Because if they're not, how are they going to justify it? When we talk about observational studies, let me just give you a few facts. In the United Kingdom, uh, masks came in as mandates in July 2020, and they were repealed in April 2022, so nearly two years. In between that time, there was two national lockdowns and a variety of mishmash of other policies. And still in that time, according to the Office for National Statistics, 200% of people in England tested positive to SARS-CoV-2. So this is perhaps the biggest observational study of them all and shows that the effect, if there is an effect, is very, very small. Dr. Jefferson, I, I'm taking notes as best I can and, and paying close attention. You, in trying to sum this up for me, said that that the data suggests that there's little or no difference made by masks. I did read the most recent version of Cochrane, the so-called fifth update. Uh, hard for me to wade through, but in the author's conclusions... It says this, there is uncertainty about the effects of face masks. That seems to leave it in doubt as compared to you saying there's little or no difference that's made by masks. People are listening to this all across the United States as you and I are speaking, and they're wondering, well, well give me something. What's the takeaway? Do they work or do they not work? We could find no evidence that they made a difference irrespective of a pathogen. Uh, so, as I said to you, again, do people want answers? Then carry out proper uh, prospective studies. You can do that now if you want. And not just against COVID, against all pathogens, respiratory pathogens. My conversation with Dr. Fauci, and by the way, I, I don't know if you know anything at all about me. I don't view myself as a, a gotcha type of journalist. I wasn't seeking to uh, earn a headline. I have tremendous respect for the man. I have bear no animus whatsoever, quite, quite the contrary, toward Dr. Fauci. I simply want to try and understand a complicated subject. It drew tremendous reaction, uh, people all over the political spectrum. But one voice I wanted to share with you. John Barry is a, an American prize-winning author, bestseller. He wrote The Great Influenza back in 2004, which was a study of the 1918 pandemic. And he reached out for me uh -huh. after the television program. I don't have a relationship with him. I, I once interviewed him about his book. And he told me that I had done a disservice by quoting Cochrane, for which you were the lead author. And then I think... He said, with regard to you, and I'm going to just play you a 30 second soundbite because I'd like you to have the opportunity to respond to this because this was played. This was uttered earlier in the week on my program. Play the tape. Well, first, you know, the the Cochrane review itself uh, has pretty much disowned that statement. Uh, and if you look at the track record of the guy you quoted in April 2020, this is several weeks after they had refrigerated trucks in New York City to hold bodies, and we had shut down. 
He said the data, quote, the data support the theory that the current epidemic is a late seasonal effect in the northern hemisphere on the back of a mild influenza season. Were those your words, Dr. Jefferson, or was he making reference to the journalist uh, Brett Stevens that that I was quoting? I don't recall, quite frankly. It could be. It could be. It's uh, uh, I, I do not recall. I'm sorry. OK, how, uh, how about I this? When when he says from personal. I refrain from personal attacks because this is not about personalities. Okay, but how about this? Because I I think it's a far bigger issue. The the other reference though that he makes, I think, is fair. He was, as you well know, he was making reference to the fact that Carla Soares Weiser, the editor in chief of Cochrane, responded. I won't read it all, but just so my audience knows what we're talking about. Quote: Many commentators have claimed that a recently updated Cochrane review shows that quote masks don't work which is an inaccurate and misleading interpretation. It would seem like the editor-in-chief of the Cochrane Library disagrees with your assessment of what this review shows. Uh, it, that was an extraordinary statement that she put out uh, without consulting any of us. Um, so given that Cochrane receives uh, public funding, federal funding, one wonders whether the U.S. Congress is going to be interested in this because this statement that she put out led uh, the then CDC director, Dr. Valensky, to mislead Congress by telling them that the review had been retracted, which is not the case. It is false. Also, in that statement, she appears to be, uh, it's not very clear, but she appears to be apologizing for uh, third parties' misquotes of our work. Which is, if you think about it, it's quite extraordinary. We have no control on what people uh, say or quote about our work. Someone who's listening to this in the States today uh, and wants to share what they gleaned with a friend. Give me the takeaway. What's the summary? Hey, I was listening to Michael's radio program today. He actually had the lead author from the UK talking about the Cochrane study. Oh, really? What did the gent say? Fill in that blank. The gent said, if you really want to get an answer, put pressure on your politicians and your public health officials to run some good quality prospective studies to get definitive answers uh, to the questions that we've debated. And with regard to this particular review, you stand by your interpretation of the data that there's little or no difference made by masks. Yes. Yeah. We Does stand, it ma- all, all of us, not just myself. Does we it do matter? Not agree with Dr. Soares advisor that there is anything to be changed and nothing has been changed. We are the owners of the review. Does it matter, Dr. Jefferson, what kind of mask or how it's worn? I I had an infectious disease expert from Vanderbilt University as a guest, Dr. Schaffner, a week ago, and he said, if you're wearing an N95 and you're wearing it properly, it will protect you. And then he said, you know, a surgical mask or a cloth mask will not. So I ask you, does it matter what type of a mask and how you're wearing it? Cloth mask... um there is one trial from the Far East which shows that cloth masks um, actually uh, degrade very, very fast. Uh, they, they get uh, wet uh, and they degrade very fast. 
So definitely cloth masks. And the, the 10 trials which uh, we have in our review, which uh, compare the types of masks or no masks, could find no difference between the two. So that is the bottom line. Now, just to be clear, there may be a small effect of maybe just one intervention or maybe a sum of these interventions. Think about a setting like a care home, okay? And think about a uh, mixed intervention like uh, hygiene and washing um, and with a wearing of a uh, face covering of some kind, possibly of the higher variety, we don't know. There could be a small effect, but that needs to be seen. It needs to be tested. At the moment, we do not have good quality evidence to answer the question. And that is an important question because, as you know, the weakest members of our society are the ones that pay the, price, the highest price. Dr. Jefferson, thank you for, for being so amenable and uh, making yourself available to me. I, I also want to thank Dr. Marianne DeMasi, whose name I mispronounced. I'm embarrassed when I referenced her on television, but she was the one who was really the person to initially uh, get you on the record. And I'm grateful for your time. Thank you very much, Michael. And, uh, have a good day. You too. Dr. Tom Jefferson is a senior associate tutor at the University of Oxford, lead author of the Cochrane Review. What did we just learn? This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere you cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite you improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform slashing manual tasks and errors over 37,000 companies have already made the move so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite now through April 15th NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program head to netsuite.com slash Smirconish, netsuite.com slash Smirconish, netsuite.com slash Smirconish. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. 
VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. People have reactions to Dr. Tom Jefferson from Oxford, the lead author of the so-called Cochrane Review. I have to say I'm on his website, drtomjefferson.com, and he is wildly accomplished. Uh, the degrees in medicine and surgery that he has grew up and was educated in Italy, then served for the British Army, did a lot of work within the army with uh, medicine and then came out and is now involved in both the UK and in Italy. We were talking to him from Rome and he's just he's just he's the real deal. The real deal. He's the real yeah. deal. I mean, people might might not ag- agree with they might not approve of, but he's he's the real deal in terms right. this of is cr- not just his opinion. Correct. Travis, quickly driving through Iowa. What did you most want to say? Hey, I wanted to say that uh, thank you for having me on your show. But um, your guest just really confirmed my belief on masks. I believe that they work for some, and for some, they give a more like a security blanket feeling. Um, I believe the higher quality masks do work, but not for certain diseases. Um, but I, he, as an individual level, I believe that people just use them as more of a uh, security blanket to help them feel like they are protected. Well, look, I think it's a complicated subject, as just discussed. And what occurred to me as I was speaking to him, looking for a definitive answer, is that people are going to take away from that conversation. And I expect it'll have a lot of legs online. They're going to take away from it whatever they want. Dr. Len, you're in Atlanta. What did you most want to say? Good morning, Michael. A pleasure to be on your show. I have to tell you, I've been really concerned since your interview on Saturday. I'm formerly a senior medical officer in a large voluntary nonprofit health organization. I've been through the battles about public health recommendations, specifically on mammography. I'm familiar with the Cochrane Report, and I'm very concerned about uh, what's the, the information that's been, been transmitted through this discussion. I don't want to take a lot of time. I know it's real short, but let me read you the conclusion of the Cochran Report. I suggest that everyone go look at this plain language summary and also look at factcheck.org and their discussion. But here's what the Cochran Report actually said. High risk of bias in the trials, variation in outcome measurements, and relatively low adherence with the interventions during the studies hampers drawing firm conclusions. There is uncertainty about the effects of face masks. The low, and I emphasize the word low to moderate certainty of evidence, means our confidence in the effects estimate is limited and that the true effect may be different from the observed estimate of the effect. Now, there's a lot to unpack. You're on a lightning round. Time doesn't permit. I'm going to send you a brief plain language summary that I wrote up yesterday about my own experience in the middle of these discussions. But well, I send, suggest send that it, people send it, go back and read the source it, document. Send it to editor at smirconish.com if you're willing I, to have us look at publishing what you write. Look, I, I it's it's hard for me to con- – thank you, way. by the way. Thank you. It's hard for me to condense. The, the line that jumps out at me from the author's conclusion is there is uncertainty about the effect 
of face masks. And I said to Dr. Jefferson, I said, you know, when you say little or no, no difference, that's said with more certainty than I'm taking away from the conclusion that I'm reading in front of me. Uh, in Los Angeles, Frank is a surgeon and wanted to react. Thank you, doctor. What did you want to say? Hi, Michael. Thanks for this great topic. Uh, I think it's very highly disingenuous of all these physicians who are talking about the subject not to say that worn properly, quote-unquote, does not mean only covering your nose and your mouth. All medical students, all residents, we all get fit tested, put the mask on our mouth, get in a special chamber, they spray chemicals. If we can smell it, that means the mask isn't properly fitted. The lay public never gets fit tested. So even when you go on the 3M manufacturer's site for KN95 masks, to be worn properly means to be fit tested and actually have the mask cover your nose, your mouth, as well as prevent any seal. So if you're wearing, if you have a beard or you have a goatee, your mask is effectively ineffective as a K95. So I have, you know, yeah. So when we talk about, you know, trusting the science, you know, Dr. Uh, Jefferson, the Cochrane Review is a very highly well-respected organizational database where we use for all different types of um, research and to actually have science that confirms one way or the other whether mouths work or not we should actually do the trials do the study right it sounds to me one of my takeaways uh, thank you doctor one of the takeaways i have is that that study or studies has really not been done john hartford connecticut you most wanted to say what yeah, I mean, the doctor kind of stole my thunder, but Michael, I, I wish you asked the Dr. Jefferson if if he would undergo surgery without medical staff wearing a mask. I mean, this is the stuff, like, it's almost like there's too much information and common sense is being thrown out the window. I nearly lost a leg in an English hospital uh, because they, they have flies and open windows in their emergency room. Okay, but wait a minute. I don't think that's a, a, a way to dismiss what you heard from him. He didn't do the underlying research. You just heard the surgeon in L.A. say it's the most respected review periodical out there, and they look at everybody else's data. Um, look, again, no expert, but that surgical mask, it seems to me, is for Dr. Frank in L.A., who's probably on his way to the O.R. right now so, so that he doesn't have blood splattered on him, not to stop a virus. Mike, you're in Car- uh, Carrollton, Texas. Greetings. What did you most want to say? Yes, good morning. Um, I think I agree with TC's approach. Um, When I'm confronted with something that's debatable or controversial, I always try to defer to logic. To me, that means a surgical mask is better than no mask. An N95 is better than a surgical mask. So how can you question that having a fabric over your mouth and nose doesn't provide some sort of protection for you and others. And my last comment real quick, have they not done a study of healthcare workers, um, i.e. doctors, nurses, and what is their rate of contraction? Um, You assume they're wearing N95s and they're wearing them properly. I've never heard that they're they're getting it on on a regular basis, so. Mike, thanks. TC appreciates your embrace of of her logic as well. Uh, Phil, you're the guy in Chattanooga, Tennessee, who began all of this when you said to me a week ago, well, what about Cochran? Look at the look at the education you and every you and me and everybody else has been provided ever since. I know I've been laughing my one percent participation and having a little news cycle there. (laughs) 
it's been funny, but uh, I really appreciate so what do you. you uh, okay, so what do you, you know, think now that you've now this. that you've now that you've heard it? You heard Doctor Fauci. You heard the lead author. You've heard others call the show. What's your takeaway? Uh, it just reminds me of the, your RFK interview where you said, you know, give me a, a study that's about autism, and he gave you a study. But what Doctor Fauci said, there are other studies. But but he's too smart to. If he knew the names of the studies, I think that he would have mentioned them. So it, it seems like they don't want to do the the big trials that we need in the u.s because they know what the outcome is going to be which is going to be a null effect that masks masks are essentially useless i don't know uh thank you phil for calling originally and raising the whole subject i'm I'm truly grateful that you did we're not going to be able gang we're not going to be able to convince just just given the the gray the hazy nature of all of this people who don't want to wear a mask and i need to reiterate this i'm totally vaxxed wore the mask everywhere I was supposed to wear the mask, undertook all precautions. Okay, I, I'm, I, I'm going with the flow, so long as you convince me that, you know, this is truly what the science says. But take me out of it for, for a moment. Just given what we've heard, given the phone calls, given the debate, the Washington Post story that I led with today, their lead item when I came on air talking about how this is already a political football, we're not getting the country on the same page. It's just not going to happen. It's not. No, it is. It is not going to happen. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts.